Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You are now listening to the Dual Position Podcast. The boys are back to talk all things super coach all season long. Please welcome your hosts. Whisper and Brew. There is a plethora of big names coming back to Supercoach this week. You've got Tedesco, not Tedesco, you've got Trevojevic, you've got To'o, you've got Elliot Whitehead. But none more bigger than the great man himself has returned after a few weeks off. Brewski, how are we, my big friend? Going good, brother. Going very good and it's good to be back. Very, very much so. How have you been? Everyone wants to know how you've been. How how are you going personally? On the mend, feeling better. I'm uh I'm in good areas. Very, very good to hear. Just want to give a quick shout out to Adrian. SC Adrianosaurus, uh however you know him. Without him, I don't know if I would have recorded the last month or so. I've made it pretty clear how much I hate recording solo. And Ado stepped up in a time of need and he was fantastic. I cannot Give him enough praise as possible. Helped brew out immensely. Helped myself out immensely. Um, just, just an absolute top bloke, um, and and severely helped this podcast out dramatically. While Brew was taking the time that I guess he needed. In saying that, my friend, how has Supercoach been? Because the last time we saw you, I think your rank was like forty k, and it has well and truly gone down from there. So the last few, the last month or so, have has gone well. Uh, you inform me that you have zero boosts left, so that's always uh, <laughs> nice to to hear. What's what's been happening with the with the Supercoach front? Uh yeah, I after probably three rounds there, I was somewhere between fifty and seventy k. So obviously, got off to a really bad start, and the boosts. I um. I think the boosts are a bit overrated. I don't think if you buy yep. plan well enough, I don't really think you need them. Uh, to be honest, COVID, so I just use COVID's mine. just nowhere near as as big as we thought heading into the season, is it? No, not really. Uh, and if you've got a good enough squad, then you know you can manage that anyway. So um, I've gone hard. I, I thought to myself, you know what? I'm in a I'm in a pickle here. I'm a fighter. I'm going to fight. I'm going to use my boosts. I'm going to get to a strong side as quickly as I possibly can. And and that's what I've done. I've actually got a pretty good side now. I've still made some mistakes over the last month that, you know, 50-50 decisions that have gone against me. You know, I, I got stags. Uh, I think it was a couple of weeks ago when he got 27. Um, the other alternative was to get Cleary. Um, I said, oh, you know, stags minus 65 break even. Cleary can wait a week. Cleary goes out and gets 100 and 50 odd and you know i captain moses for 80 and and that hurt me real bad that week um and they're the little things i guess you know that's probably the difference between me being say top two and a half k and and being nine k like i am at the moment but it's um we're going okay I'm, i'm climbing slowly and i'm we worked out we had a chat earlier um i'm only 500 points off say the top 250 so that's a couple of good rounds and you're well and truly back in that top thousand conversation 
Yeah, uh, definitely. Like those 50-50 calls are huge. Like I think the 50-50 calls that I've made have paid off and it's the reason why we're just outside the top 500. Like we brought in Cleary a week early. Uh, we brought in Talakai basically the week that he exploded. We brought in Cody Walker last week. Like those 50-50 calls that I've made have gone well. Um, the ones that you've made haven't gone well. And it's the same thing with like Aman. So I was talking to Aman as well and like the the calls that he made haven't gone too well and he's ranked similar to where you are. So it just shows that... Just shows that like. Just a little bit of luck uh, is all it takes, but I'm sure that will come come in full swing. Like it happens in Supercoach, it's, it's very rare that you go 25 rounds with with nothing going wrong. And with my trades this week, could be make or break, but we'll we'll see how it goes. Teamless Tuesday actually was a really really big one in terms of like total news. First game, the Broncos Souths, Payne Haas out, second most owned player in Supercoach out for a week. Uh, we brought him in two weeks ago. His first hit up, uh, I broke him which is not good. Uh, so, Kirk Haywell, he is also out. And your preseason love child, Isaiah Tass, named at centre with Tane Milne, still out. Uh, got some really good junk points at the end of last week. And, like, I was watching him. He was on, like, 30-odd and then stopped watching. And then I checked back and he's on, like, 60-odd. And so he got uh, some good late-time junk. Your boy, your preseason uh, Smokey, has got some game time. Is he in your plans? Oh, look, I, I really want to go there. Um, obviously... As you highlighted, I was very high on him in the preseason. I said that it wouldn't take him long to earn that jumper. It's interesting that um, Tane Milne's actually named in reserve grade too. So mm. next week will be a very interesting watch for his. That's his. Oh, actually, he played one game earlier this year, didn't he? Yeah, Off this the is bench. the last. This is the last week to get him before the prize draws. Okay. I, I think it's a minus sixty nine break even with rock bottom with rock bottom price. We'll touch on him, I guess, more in detail soon. Uh. Uh, the, Ra- the Raiders and the Dogs, my uh, Smokey, my bolter, Adam Elliott, started the week at nine last week and Tom Stalling was relegated to the bench and uh, you were pumping his tyres up pre-season. I don't think you were pumping his tyres up to play hooker though, but he showed some no. he showed some good class and, and he's definitely in my plans this week. He's starting with Starling going back to the pine. Uh, Josh Jackson is back into the side after being out with COVID. Jack Whiten is out and Xavier Savage dropped. So he is out. Uh, for the Eels and the Panthers, uh, Brian Toto named on the extended bench. It stains or may. We should know at about 8 o'clock tomorrow, not tomorrow, 8 o'clock on Thursday, we should know if he is playing or not because the 24-hour cuts will come. Uh, but knowing Ivan Cleary, he'll keep uh, Brian Toto in the sort of, in the 18. We'll have no idea what's happening. Uh, Dylan Brown back at 5'8 after the Jake Arthur experiment did not pan out too well. And Sean Russell on the extended bench, a uh, bit of a one to watch there. Manly versus the Tigers. Uh, Hamwal Olakowatsu is back. Tom Travojevic is back. Josh Aloyer is back. Ben Travojevic named in the centres. Jason Saab, Carl Lawton, Brad Parker all out. Stefano Utoyakamanu, he is back in the squad on the bench. Luciano Lua, David Norfolk-Luma and Jake Simpkin to start. Sorry, Luciano Norfa, um are out with Jacob Simpkin to, Jake Simpkin to start. And Ken Mamalo, he is also back in the squad. Uh, the Roosters and the Titans. What's happened to the Roosters? You and I tipped them to go bloody undefeated for the minor premiership. It has not started too well. Billy Smith on the extended bench. Paul Momorowski in for Adam Kieran. David Fafita out. Jaden Campbell on the extended bench. Just some super coach relevant news there. Uh, the Knights have just been torn apart. Adam O'Brien has ripped up all the trees in Newcastle. The roots are out of the ground. 
Adam Kloon, Jake Clifford, both out with Tex Hoy and Phoenix Crosland in the halves. Brody Jones also out. Lachlan Fitzgibbon comes back. Leo Thompson starting. So you'd think Chris Randall plays basically the 80 minutes because the bench is just sort of a lot of middle and edge forwards. So you'd expect that Randall is locked in for 80. Big, big teamless news. Uh, a couple other games were sort of unchanged. The Sharks were unchanged. The Cowboys were unchanged. Uh, apart from that, mate, there is a yeah, lot, lot happening. It's sort of this time of the year, isn't it? Like coaches give players four or five weeks, and if it's not working out, it's just carnage around this time of year, like especially before Origin. Yeah, and a lot of media pressure kicks in as well. And, you know, you can see that with the Knights and I guess with, with Arthur getting dropped this week as well. Um, you covered most of the talking points. The the one the one big thing for me is that Ricky Roulette. It's kind of been yeah. pissing me off this yeah. season. You know, I oh you're a you're a Corey Hadwira Naira stock owner, aren't you? Well, I was until last week, um, and then once like I was probably planning, I was trying to hold him until the buy, um, and then once I saw him named on the bench last week and the way he's been getting played, shuffled out the center and. There was no attack. It's really weird. Like every time he touches the ball, he gets a, a tackle bust or an offload or something, but they were just not giving him the ball. Um, and I really want to get Adam Elliott this week. Um, I spoke to you about, about that earlier. Join me. You know, it's a good price for fast fast cash. Um, and the fact that he's actually named in the nine, I, I honestly, I didn't think I was going to do it because I thought he was going to get named in the 16 and then get switched at game time like Ricky does every single week but he's actually named in the nine. And I feel like worst case scenario, he's going to whip out a 50. Um, also and I the take fact, that for three, 360. Also the fact that Tom Sterling played probably his worst game ever last week. Um, I don't want to say cost them the game, but in like the pivotal moment, he threw a terrible pass and that sort of gave the game up. I'm not saying that Tom Sterling cost them the game at all, but like surely like Tom Sterling has been the Raiders, one of the Raiders best. And they haven't been getting results. So maybe Ricky just like, you know, shakes it up. I don't know. Like, I think Adam Elliott scored like 101, but he had 30 points in attack. That's still like 71 points in like base power, which is like really enticing. And if he starts the game playing like 20 at hooker, plays the next 20 in the middle, has like a 15-minute spell after halftime, and then comes back on for like the last 25. Like, if he's playing 65 minutes, that's like en- <laughs> enough for me at what, 370k with like a minus break even, round 13 buy option. Like we just have to fade the Ricky roulette and, and I understand that, um, but we'll, we'll touch on that sort of in in due course. Moving on to the top 10 most bought players this week. No surprise to see number one is your boy, Isaiah Tuss. I think he's got a minus 67 break even, bottom dollar price. Let's delve into it because Tony Milne has been named for reserve grade. You were saying in the preseason that it's a matter of time until he wins this spot. And he's looked really good, like in the spots that he's he's on, and, and more importantly, it's the left center spot that he's nabbed as well. So, you and I have spoken at length about this South draw, and, and it got good in round five, and it doesn't stop until about round twenty. Like I think you and I have said that countless times. Is are we overthinking this? Like, if you can afford to buy him and not rely on playing him week in week out, like it's a slam dunk pick. If you have to play him, are you more worried about the job security, or is just this just a buy for you no matter what? It's not a buy no matter what. I think job security is definitely a concern. I was hoping I could wait and have another look, but obviously he did play that game off the bench, so that eliminates that option, um, which kind of throws my plans out a little bit. I was hoping that by next week we'd know either way um, or seemingly know. 
and that I could just make the decision next week. So this might change my trades a little bit. I'm looking at it. I think he'll go this uh, go well this week too against the Broncos. Uh, I think South in general will have a pretty bounce back performance this week. He was a Broncos junior, wasn't he? I think so. Yeah, he's a big kid, big strong kid, and and I thought he did a lot of good things. Like he did make some errors, and there's going to be errors in his game at his age. But I really liked what he did in attack. Um, and they need attack at the moment because you know they were poor last week against twelve men to almost lose to Manly. That was that was appalling. Uh, give me two seconds. There is someone that is just absolutely spamming the chat. Um, we are going to put him in timeout so he is not replying to any of these messages. Cool. So Isaiah Tuss, basically minus break even, bottom dollar price, slam dunk pick. Like that's it. If you don't have to play him, like I'm in a very fortunate situation where I don't have to play the kid every week. Um, I have four center wings that we can rely on. I think it's just too good to pass up for me personally, and, and I understand why he is obviously the, the most purchased player this week. It's it's hard to, to argue against him. Uh, number two, Tamari Martin. Uh, look, me and Ado discussed this when he sort of first came into Supercoach relevance. Has been putting up some some okay scores, but. The Broncos, not really. uh, yeah, uh, I'm not loving this one. I think people are just looking at the price and like this is the time to get him. I'm not too sure if Tamari Martin is is the guy that I would be going for. Look, he's only been getting fifties. Like fifties is nothing to really write home about. Max King gets fifties every week, like, and he started bottom dollar. But oh, I don't know. I, I I think there's much better options this week. I would not be going Tamari Martin. Yeah, look, I don't. Unfortunately, I don't have his stats in in front of me because he's not someone that I've ever really considered. Um, but yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the Tamara Martin buy personally. I feel like there are some better options, and one of them, if you can find the cash, I feel is Cody Walker. Uh, I jumped on him last week at bottom dollar because I felt like this was last week was the last week that you would get him at, at his rock four plus. Uh, look, scored a hundred against twelve men though for a large majority of the game. He, Adrian touched on it was his one fiftieth and he'd be up for it and and he he looked he looked okay in part scored a try had a couple of nice try assists Souths maybe looking to click a little bit better Cody Walker I've never thought we'd get him at less than five hundred k based off his form last year but hell like we we've got him and we saw a glimpse of it last week is, is he a guy that you're looking to bring in are you uh, telling people not to buy him or or is like the price just too good to pass up for the pedigree that he has. I don't mind getting him in, but I I don't think his form's very good, to be honest with you. I, I think, okay, last week there was one or two nice passes that he made, but in general, Couple he's of still shockers. playing scrappy. He's, yeah, he's he's out of position a lot. Like, the try was lucky, to be yeah. honest with you. Like, Tass popped that ball out, Miracle popped it out, and it just fell on his lap. You take had- that out, then he's only at 80, you know. I think the thing was, like, they created a lot of overlaps and a lot of Cody's balls to AJ, one of them was put in front of him, like he hit the ground, one of them was just put way behind him, and, and Cody Walker last year would have put that on the plate, and then AJ crashes over untouched, so Souths are creating chances, it's just, I don't think Cody is in the best touch right now, and it's a case of, like, do you want to buy him, knowing that there could be a 20 or a 100 on the cards, because Souths do look better, it's just a case of, can Cody flick that switch? A guy that you're looking at and a guy that I can't get because the shipper sailed for me in terms of price, but boy, he's putting up some great scores and it baffles me that Todd Payton didn't think he was he was in his best 17 at the start of the year, but Scott Drinkwater has taken this number one jersey with Hamiso out and he is just lighting it up. Yeah, I, I was on the fence with it and then I kind of saw their upcoming draws 
okay for the next few weeks. It, it does get tricky. Um, I'd have to check it. I think they've got an easy game, an easy game, and then they've got two hard ones. So part of me is sitting there and going, okay, he's got two tons in a row. He's playing a really battered Newcastle side this week who has named a pretty poor lineup, in my opinion, this week. They could get towed up based on what the Cowboys showed last week against a far greater side in the Eels. I, I like not to spoil, but one of my hot takes is that he's going to three-peat on the tons. If he does that, he's going to get a real a real big rise in price, and he might just be my ticket to Tom Chaboyevic. And that's really something that's on my mind. I was going to skip on it, but I really think I can turn him into turbo quick smart. Would you rather Cody or would you rather spend the extra money on drink? Drink water. Okay. Yes, well, I'm, for I'm... me, the, the Cowboys are coming third, and, and I don't think we can say it's a flash in the pan yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's been, They're playing it's been good what, football. eight weeks, seven weeks. Yeah, and Drinkwater's doing it week in, week out. He looks like he's playing good footy, and I'd much rather pick up someone that looks like they're playing good footy than someone that's getting a bit lucky and getting some junk, which is kind of how I look at Cody. You know, he's had glimpses of form. We know what he can offer, but it's just not clicking at the moment, and I think there's risk involved with Cody, and I don't really want to rage trade. So I'd rather take Drinkwater knowing, worst-case scenario, I'm going to get a bulk of cash, and then I can deal with it if he does fall off a cliff. Yeah, it's it's very hard for me to sit here and say drink water is a bad buy when he's just gone hundred hundred. Like it's you'd be you'd be stupid to say that it's it's not a genuine option because he's been killing it. And the Cowboys f- have, for as much criticism as you and I gave them in the preseason, they have looked really really good and really really solid. And, and Lolo's back, Cotter's playing some great footy. Reese Robson is just playing unreal as well. And I didn't think this did and Townsend combination would work, but the, Todd Payton's getting the best out of them. And so you've got to give credit to the Cowboys where credit's due. And, and Drinkwater is, is just looking unreal. And, and Hamiso, <coughs> maybe he's just, he goes back to center and that, that could be the case. And, and Drinky just could be, could be the guy. Um, I remember someone asked me three weeks ago, was he a buy? And I said, no, because it's Scott Drinkwater, but he has just come on leaps and bounds and he's looking fantastic. Uh, the next man on the list, Xavier Coates. Now he's at a big, big price, but he's putting up some great scores. I think he scored eight, nine tries in two weeks or something ridiculous like that. Uh, Edward Cossey handed them onto, onto, on a platter and then I can't remember who his matchup was last week. Uh, it would have been one of the night swingers. They handed him a, pl- a plethora too. He has a minus 70 break even at 530k or whatever it is. Like, I think he, you said Drinkwater is your ticket to Turbo. I think Coates is my ticket to Manu for round 13 if this form can keep up because he's going to make big cash. But is the price just too high or are we seeing some 2021 Alex Johnson levels from Brian, uh, from Brian Toe, from uh, Xavier Coates? I'm, that comparison is exactly what I was going to raise. I feel like, he is the new AJ, basically. Uh, he like a lot of it is kicks. Uh, obviously, he he's such a good component in the air, and he's getting a lot of tries off off the kicks. So he's not maybe necessarily getting that those thirty point jumps every time the same way that AJ did. But he scored four tries, you know, two weeks ago. He scored three tries last week. It's it's getting to the point that those weeks you don't own him it really hurts his score. And I, I felt that the last two weeks. He is definitely someone that I'm considering this week. It's just a matter of, I'm not sure which way I'm going at the moment. I've got a short list. He is on it. Um, the news of, of, of May and Toto and even Tago, like there's an option to get him for sure. And I think eventually you're going to want him for the stretch home. It's whether you pay 500 now or, 
whether he hits 750 in a couple of weeks or whether he falls back down to 350 after he goes a couple of weeks without a try. You just don't know. That's the problem. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, I'm not too sure. And I, I am looking at Manu for, for the buy round, and Coates could be my guy because he's going to play Origin. Manu isn't, obviously. Like, that's a, a decent swap there. But Coates has been great for my side the last two weeks. The week before last, I had a great week, and Coates was just a, a cherry on top. Last week, I had a pretty poor week, and Coates was the one that sort of pulled me out of the fire and managed to keep my rank kind of similar to where it was. So he's been great. Um, the amount of smack talk that they gave him all preseason, we ended up jumping on him in the dying hours before lockout round one. Very glad I did. I didn't buy him expecting him to make me 400k, but look, if he can if he can score another 80, he's going to go, what, a big 100, big 180 in his rolling average, and he could honestly yeah, go, go up to low 700s in a matter of weeks, and I'd definitely be, be moving him on then and potentially buying him once the, the tries stop coming, and then you can basically pick him up at a, at a bottom dollar price. Uh, I hate you because I was the number one ticket holder of the Harry Grant train all preseason. We, we got talked out. We got talked on the Reed Marnie, and I've been ruining the day ever since because I keep saying the attack's going to stop. The attack has to stop. But Melbourne putting on 50 points a week, Harry Grant is, he's just so lethal. Like, he runs the ball so much. It's a pain to watch him if you don't own him. Like, he's just, this is the reason why you and I said he was the greatest hooker by far for Supercoach this year and, and he's just paying tenfold. I had a I had a projection of about eighty points a game on him and he's exceeding that. He is just he is unreal. Yeah. Uh Harry Grant is a very welcome member of uh the Brew World Order. Um <laughs> it's so funny that I ended up with him and you didn't. But mm-hmm. anyway. Uh <laughs> you said that it's um you were talking about him. I'll tell you what, it was painful owning him last week. Don't get me wrong. It was great. It was great. But at the same time, he was killing Munster. He was killing Pappy. At one stage, they had scored six or seven tries, and not one of those tries had come to a 7-6 or a 1. Yeah, no that was, tries that was a crazy seven, start. 7-6 or a 1. I think and it was I'm like 36-0 at the time. Yeah. Like, I had the cap on Pappenhausen, and Pappenhausen ended up Blessed on the – absolutely. Any, sorry. Sorry. Can we just talk on Pappenhausen? Pap got 100 points doing fucking nothing. And I was filthy because I saw you captain him and I captain Cleary. I was just like, what did Pap do? But I guess when you're kicking 47 goals a game, that's going to help. Yeah, he got. I think he got given three extra try assists. One of those I Where? agree with because I feel like he, he kind of drew multiple men in before the quick, you know, quick catch and pass to the winger. But the other two, you know, historically have gone to the center. So... I can't say I'll complain because I wanted him to get a ton and he got a ton. But watching the game when he was on 70, I was ropeable. I was like, bloody hell, like, how do you score nearly 50 points or 50 points, whatever they did score, and only get 70 when you're the goal kicker? But, yeah, but I blamed Harry Grant because Harry Grant, you know, everything he was touching, he was just absolutely destroying them. He's, he's so good. And, I yeah, you've got to have him in. Um, I'm the same. Cam Murray, though, the 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 jury's out on Cam Murray. I, I don't know if I can get behind him because, like, I don't know. He's not going to score every week. Yeah, but then again, like, does Harry Grant score every week? That's the the the, 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 the yeah, counterintuitive. I mean, like, I just feel like his minutes are going to take a plummet over Origin, and <coughs> for a guy that is so reliant, not I'm not going to say so reliant on attack, but you, like, you know what I mean. Like, it definitely boosts him up. Can we pay like this is probably sky high price for Cam Murray, and I don't know if I'm confident oh. paying that. 
No, don't. If you don't own him, don't buy him now. Wait till post Origin. He always goes on a tear after Origin. Right now, you're paying a premium. Um, what you said is a good point. Over Origin, they're definitely going to manage his minutes. Outside of that, I'm I'm sure he'll go back to high minutes. He's the captain. They obviously want him uh, to to have solid minutes, um, which is great. Um, but don't don't pay the premium for him. For some reason, Zoom has uh, changed how they're doing things. So you're going to get kicked out of this meeting. I'm going to have to fly solo for three or four minutes, and I'm going to have to make a new one on the fly as we're doing the live stream. So we'll do that. I'll, I'll cover for it. We've still got we've got ten minutes, so we'll we'll go from there. Um, who else we got on this? Jason Tamalolo, he's back. He's not. He's not. He's not back to. He's not back to 2017, 2018 Lolo, but he's he's back. Look, I don't mind it uh, because he plays. He does play the first buy, so it's it's not the worst option. I was $1,000 short of getting that done this week. I was going to go Arrow up to Lolo uh, for origin reasons and for the fact that Jai Arrow scores exactly 50 points every single week and never scores a try. What could have been? Um, <laughs> he's shit he's starting, to, piss, he's starting to really piss me off. I, yeah, he's pissing me off too. I'm yelling at the TV watching South Just games do because, you know, Koala gets, you know, 47 tries and, you know, 400 touches a game and, and Arrow virtually just tackles the entire game. He just tackles and never gets, looks like scoring a try. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, definitely get that. Uh, who else we got on the list? Uh, IPAP now didn't have a no. great, didn't have a great week last week. I bought him two weeks ago before we went on that like big 130 odd and I was contemplating paying the prices then, but like you're even paying more of a premium for him now. If you played round 13, I reckon I'd be more on board for this, but the fact he plays round 17, I'm not keen to pay yeah. the, the sky-high price and IPAP just yet. But I can see why people are doing it because I can have a look at sort of what trades are being made. And a lot of the trades are going from uh, Fafita to an IPAP or, or a Haas to an IPAP. So I can understand that situation. But if you're trading him in for anyone else, I'm not a huge fan of it. I like Tavita Pangai, actually, for people looking for an option. I think the the Doggies will take a lot from their win last week. Their draw is now coming out of the really, really tough stage. Uh, He's been playing, you know, on average between 65 and 80 minutes, and we know what he can do with minutes. So I personally am looking at Pangai, and I'd do that before I went iPappy at a high price. Yeah, definitely. And the last one on the list, Ruben Cotter. Now, Ruben Cotter was frustrating the hell out of me. I could, every week I didn't play him, uh, he would go huge. Every week I would play him, he did nothing. Last week, he played big minutes, and the bench makeup is the exact same, so I expect him to play big minutes again this week. Finally gets named to start uh, after weeks and weeks and weeks of being named on the bench and then just get being moved in before game day. I feel like Ruben Cotter is a big price to pay as well. I feel like maybe... Over- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're paying here. That's one of those situations. It just depends. If he's going to, if that number 10 is his jersey now and he's going to play 55 or 60 minutes a week, then he, he might not be a bad option. But as you said, he's been quite polarizing. I, I got on him really early as well. And he's been annoying me because some weeks he'll get 37 and other weeks he'll get 65. Now, last week he just beast moded it and he did that from the get go and his score just kept ticking up and up and up. 
I'm interested to see if that happens again. Uh, so it'd be a keen watch for me this week, but he is, I think 470 K off the top of my head. It might be a case of now or never, but at the same time, I wouldn't do it with confidence being an owner because he's been very frustrating to own so no, far yeah. for me. Yeah, same, same, same for me. Um, I reckon we will take a very, very short break um, for the live stream. You're going to jump off and for the audio, I'm just going to pause it and we'll be back very shortly. All right, we are back on the podcast. Thank you very much for giving us a minute there. Brute, we were just going over sort of our top or the top buy options, options that people are bringing in the, this week. And now we move on to the cells and it's highlighted by Payne Haas. Now, he isn't the most sold player this week, but he's definitely a huge focal point that we will touch on. But David Fafita, out for at least four weeks with that MCL, wasn't really seeing the world on fire anyway. Obvious clear-cut sell here that there's no point at holding. Um... I just can't get I, I can't I can't get around holding Fafita for four weeks. I, I just don't see any value. Oh, no way. He, yeah, he costs way too much money. I'd be selling him off as quickly as you can. Hundred percent. Not nothing more to say there. Lockie Ilias. A lot of people are moving Lockie Ilias on. I think he's finding his feet in, in first grade. Uh, I don't think he's peaked at all just yet, and I, I don't think we've seen the I best just, of him. I just don't think he's a super coach player to be honest. But in NRL level, I think he's starting to find his feet. It just—I think it just comes down to break even and what we can get out of him. Like, I don't think he's an urgent sell. Like, he's not someone that you've got to panic. I think Ilias may be a bit of a luxury sell personally. Yeah, he doesn't play the buy butt, so if you can get a an option, and there is another option that I'm looking at personally. Oh, well, let's let's touch on that shortly. Uh, number three on the most sold list, Talon May. Now, if it's confirmed that he's the one making way for Brian Toto, he becomes number one most sold out. I'm not holding him for the for the Origin 550k. Like, I'm just not holding him. However, if he does stay on the left wing with Brian Toto going to the right wing, is he still a hold? Because I have toyed with the idea of potentially selling him. Yeah, I've been looking at see that it's just it's just the buys. If it wasn't for the buys, I'd be selling either Tago or May. At the moment I'm actually selling Penasini this week because Parramatta's draw is about to turn to shit. Um and both the, the Penrith boys to do play the first buy and if I can hold May until that first buy then obviously I'll have an extra buy number he is the type of guy that could score 120 points that week so it might be worth selling him I know you said you don't want that cash on the bench but if I if I've got the depth to hold it I'm going to look at the option um yeah I'm not sure surely they don't Surely shit stains gets dropped. You'd think, you'd think so. Like Talon May goes to the right wing. Like that makes that like Toto's not moving sides. No, There's see, no I, way I that's think happening. I think the opposite. I think Toto just moves to the right, and they keep this Tago May combination. Like we have to remember, Brian Toto was a right sided winger like two years ago, and he had that really good combination with Stephen Crichton, and then Matt Burton came in, and that sort of threw everything out. Maybe maybe yeah, Ivan but- maybe Ivan just keeps the Tago May and Crichton Toto combination, and then you obviously got Nathan Cleary on that right hand side as well. Like it just could be. What side fun. does um? What side does he play? New South Wales Origin. Uh, he played left wing last year, and they moved they moved Adokar over. Um, but but yeah. Adokar is normally a left side winger, so there. Yeah, I guess there is an option. I was going to say he's not going to risk his Origin jersey by playing on the right side. But I don't think it matters with Adokar. Yeah, true. Because, there, I guess yeah. that is an option. Yeah, I just I, th- I think that happens, but I do think we we will find out uh, before obviously Friday as to what's happening because the, the twenty four hour mail will come in. And look, mate, the, the elephant in the room, Payne Haas, out for a week. 
I'm on the sell fence. Why? Because I feel like his minutes could be managed over Origin. We could go back to seeing sort of... Remember what we saw from Payne Haas last year in the early parts of the season when there was like Matt Lodge and Tevita Pangai there? It was Payne Haas getting 63 points, not the Payne Haas that finished the season getting 75 points. And with this AC injury, I know it's not a long-term thing, but maybe Kevin just doesn't want to run him into the ground heading into Origin. I'm thinking he's a sell. I, I'd i be on the fence with that decision because, you know, obviously you're going to end up getting him back in. Even a bad pain horse is probably still going to get you serviceable points. Yeah, I'm not too sure when it comes to horse. I'd probably hold myself. Yeah, you're not an owner, so I guess it's it's different for you looking from the outside. I am an owner. I've only been an owner, yeah. for, I've only been an owner for two weeks. I owned him for one hit up and I, I broke him. So I'm I'm selling and you'll see why I'm selling. I think it makes, makes a bit of sense. <laughs> And the last man on the list, he has a lot of controversy when people were selecting him in the preseason. He has repaid owners tenfold. He has been the perfect stepping stone in Nathan Cleary. And that is Mitchell Moses. Now, I think Mitch Moses, the line in the sand for him was always round eight because the draw gets very, very ugly. I think he's done his, he's done his job. He's been fantastic. You move him on. If you can find the cash, hell, I don't hate moving him on to Tom Travojevic personally. Maybe move some jewels around. If you can find the extra 200K, you get Turbo in because I'm sure people have Cleary and Hines in by now. And if you don't own Pappenhausen, then, then what are you doing? Moses is, is a sell for you? Absolutely. Moses was a sell two weeks ago. Um, I sold I sold Moses to get Cleary. Um, and he repaid the faith by getting seven last week. So I was very happy with that decision. Um yeah, he's definitely a sell. I'd sell him first to Cleary, second to Turbo via Jules if you can do that. Uh, I'm assuming you've already got Nico Hines if you don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just imagining go. everyone has Hines and Pap, and then like if you don't have Cleary, then obviously Cleary. But if you've got Other, Cleary, yeah, maybe Turbo. No, drink water if you've got the Jules as well is a really good option because then you're riding cash. You've ridden Moses, you know, as far as you can price wise. Maybe he's lost a little bit last week. I haven't checked. Um, and then you ride again, obviously, with Thingo. So you get 200K profit or whatever from the trade, and then you, you make another probably 200K. So moves like that can work. Good afternoon. This is your captain speaking. Captains, now, you and I went in different directions last week. I was on the Cleary train, you are on the Pap train, and uh, you, were, you were kissed on the dick tenfold. Uh, mate, where, when it comes to your team personally, where are you sitting? Uh, and then I guess we'll give our overview of the round. Uh, at the moment, my order of captains goes Pappenhausen, then Cleary. Uh, but that's partially because of the order that they play. Yeah. Let me just have a look. Oh, the Dragons. Yeah, I prefer Pappenhausen as the captain this week. So my my captains in order for this week go Pappenhausen, Cleary, Nico Hines, Drinkwater at four, and then Tom Trebojevic at five. They're the five guys I'd look at. Yeah, I'm going uh, with the Cleary VC route into Pap C. Uh, but for a couple of other options, I've got Cody Walker as a potential VC option. I've got Nathan Cleary as a VC option, as we just touched on. Turbo as well, as you also put in the uh, in the call. Uh, I've got Drinkwater as a VC as well. So we've overlapped a little bit here. I've put the Storm, and in big capital letters, anyone. Whoever you own from the Storm, just just put the captaincy on them. And Hines. Hines as well. Like uh, It's hard to, to pass him up as well. But personally, I'm leaning towards the same option as you. Cleary VC into Hines C, personally. Let's move on to hot takes. Last week, I had Lomax over 85. <sighs> Tigers just, for some reason, held him quietly. I had IPAP getting over 100. Didn't happen. And then 
I had something else. I think I had Blake Taff with a bounce back over 60, and, and he did, which was nice. This week, I have Lost. I have gone the shoe. I've gone the shoe out to outscore the Glock. So I've got Josh Schuster <laughs> to outscore Hanwal Olakowatu. I've got Grant, Pappenhausen, and Munster to combine for 400 plus. And I've got Talakai. So. I've got Talakai for a bounce back 80. Okay. I've got uh, drink water going the three peat. So another ton this week for drink water. I've got Turbo to come back this week and score a ton. His first ton for the season. And I've got Mitchie Moses to go sub 40 this week. I'll even say sub 30 if you want Ooh. something really bold. Spicy. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to report a trade. I've got no idea. I've got dead set. No idea what I'm doing. I've got a rough idea when it comes to my trades. I'm thinking Russell out to Tass, Haas out to Grant. I think those two I'm definitely locked in on. But then I'm tempted to boost Brody Jones out for our boy Adam Elliott. I don't know if I love that, but it means I wouldn't have to play like Max King as my last reserve. I could play Adam Elliott. But I think I'm definitely locked into Russell to Tass and then Haas to to Grant just because I feel like I need Grant. But personally, it's just it's giving me aneurysms not owning Harry Grant. You have to own Harry Grant. So I, if you're selling Haas to get Harry Grant, I'll take that because, you know, Grant can get 100 every week. Uh, in terms of what else you said... Elliot also plays the first buy, and we're not That's too why. far off that I'm buy. So, um, so it's not the worst move. And, you know, Brody Jones has done okay, but he hasn't set the world on fire. How long is he out injured? Is he injured? I heard he was dropped, so I don't know. Oh, is he dropped? I don't know. I just like, saw him with a, a red circle. So yeah, no, he, he hasn't injured. been named. Like, he wasn't even in the extended, so I'm not too sure. Um, but I'm trying to get the hashtag boost for Elliot trending. Um, so head on Twitter and just... Use the hashtag boost for Elliot because that's what I'm trying. To, I'm not too sure if it's worth it. Um, but getting out Brody Jones, look, I was probably never holding Brody Jones to round 17 anyway because, like, his time in the sun was up by then. Oh, no way. And then, like, yeah, I'd rather. You're talking about 10 weeks' time. I'd ra- oh, yeah, I'd rather just hold. I'd rather just hold Tua Lungy that long. Like, if I'm going to hold one of those mediocre two RFs, I'd rather just hold Tua Lungy. Oh, um, yeah, he's another disappointing cow. <laughs> and the fact that, like, Look, I didn't have high hopes for Andrew Fafita, but like I was hoping to get more than six weeks out of him, which he looks like he's been dropped. So I'm potentially looking to boost for Adam Elliott because he's got that big minus break even, plays around 13. But like, look, if, if he played for any other team, slam dunk. Don't even question it. But he plays for Ricky Stewart, who could just drop him to fucking New South Wales Cup next week. And we look like absolute dickheads. But... I feel like it's just too good to pass yeah. up. Like my gut told me Monday on Monday, get Elliot in. Everyone on Twitter said don't get Elliot in, but like <laughs> my gut feel just tells me that like he could average sixty and at three hundred and fifty k. Like I'll take that to the bank. Yeah, well, you know, we're both risk takers. Um, we both play the game hard, so I'll tell you, he's definitely one I'm looking at. I'm looking at drink water, looking at guacamole. Um, I just don't know what to do with Sam Walker. Um, Movie moment, obviously just as well. Um, oh, actually, I'm, like I'm, I'm, Sam Walker, you he probably plays the buy. Yeah, you could. I was going to say you could probably hold for the buy. Actually, now that I think about it, and Which it's is also what I was thinking today. But it's also at the same time. Sorry, it's also good that Adam Kieran isn't there as well. Like uh, minuscule, but like it probably just solidifies the goal kicking even more for you. Yeah. Oh, well, but you guys you know, suck. Goal kicking's- Goal kicking doesn't really matter if you're not scoring any I was going to say, you, you guys are awful. What the hell's happened? 
and he misses every second kick. So, like, this this is the Roosters' upcoming. So they play the Gold Coast, and they'll lose this weekend. <laughs> they then play Parramatta. We have a really good record against Parramatta, so we may pull a win there. But at the same time, you know, Parramatta's been a good side, and they need a bounce back. We then play Penrith, rip. We then play the Sharks, rip. We play Canberra, but that's on bye weekend, so we'll probably be missing some players there, so we'll probably lose that. Then we play the Storm. We're losing that. Then we play Para again. Penrith. Like, Jesus Christ. You got the stitched up. Lose the, the Roosters could lose the next eight games. Like, so then I'm sitting there going, like, the way they're playing, I may as well just get rid of them and, and you know, say the hell with the buy number because I can get drink water and at least make some cash. And I, I, to be honest with you, I really want to get Tom Trebojevic as soon as I can. Like, as yeah, soon I as I can. I didn't realize how bad your draw was because I was looking at Joey Manu. But now I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, honestly, right now, uh, like not Papali'i because he's a forward, but I'd be selling off your eels and your roosters. Neither of them play the first buy. Their draws are both awful. Eels, uh, roosters play first. Roosters play first buy. Um, roosters do play. Sorry, do play the first buy. That's but... why I've held Tupo. That's why I held him over. Like, like when he when Tupo got suspended for the one week, I held because of the buy, and I also bought Sawali. I went from having six roosters assets round one to two, and I think that's Sawali and Tupu. Yeah, well, I've got Sawali now, and even him, like he's not setting the world on fire. And then I've got Walker, who's probably going to go this week, and I've got. Fletcher Baker, who's purely just being held for his duel and and the fact that he does play the first buy at the moment. He's not making any cash. He's not losing any cash, so he just sits there. Um, Yeah, so I'm not too sure what to do. At the moment, I'm thinking I'm going Walker to drink water, and I'm probably going um, Penasini to uh, Adam Elliott via duels because it does give Tago back down to the centers for me, which is what I want. Yeah, I need to get Tago back down to my centers ASAP. So, problem is, there's too many good 2RFs coming up. So, we're going to get Talakai as well. Talakai is going to pick up Jewel very, very shortly as well. So, we'll, pick, we'll move him on. Um, but, mate, I reckon that's going to wrap up the first pod. You're back off the back fence. We'll get you in for a nice, short, and sharp one. First episode back. Uh, you'll be back on Sunday. And then, after you extend the time off, yeah, I'm, I'm giving you a week, a week leave because there'll be no podcast next week. Um, so, you're back for two, off for two. So, no, nah, it's it's okay. it's fantastic to have you back, man. As you can see, the chat the chat is absolutely loving you, and I'm sure uh, all the audio listeners that have been following along, like just a huge, huge reception to when I announced that you were taking some time away, and then an even bigger reception when I announced that you were back. So it's very, very good to have you back, my man. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure that you are, you're happy, because I'm sure your missus is very happy as well that you're back. Don't have to hound her with trade questions. You can finally got a platform to, to put it out in the world, my man. My missus has been going all right in Supercoach, actually. Better than you, or? Uh, no, not overall rank, but she's had some big weeks. Like, yeah, awesome. She, like, I remember I bashed her for getting Cleary <laughs> because I was like, why did you do that? You know, he's, he's a million bucks. Like, yeah. just wait wait two or three weeks and you get him for 800 and then bang, he just goes 100, 100, 100, and she keeps capping him and putting shit on me. But, yeah, so... Uh, she doesn't like my trade advice anymore anyway, so that's all good. No, nah, fair enough, my man. Um, as always, we're going to end the podcast audio feed and we'll be live exclusive on YouTube for another 15 minutes so to answer all your burning trade questions. But as always, I've been the Dual Position Podcast for the first time in a long time, joined by Brew. You've been listening to the Dual Position Podcast. As I said, we'll be back Sunday with a round recap and we'll hopefully be talking some pretty good positives. Hopefully we'll both see some green arrows, my man. 
give us a sign off. Uh, thank you very much as always. And uh, we will see you on Sunday. Yeah, beautiful. Thanks for it, guys. It was good to be back. See you Sunday. Very, very good. Bye, guys. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 